One Piece. Watching the One Piece. We are. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to We Are Watching One Piece. Uh, One Piece. A recap podcast where me, Jory, I'm watching through for the first time. We're in Wano. Oh, we just wrapped up Act 2 of 47. <laughs> it feels that way. <laughs> it feels, uh, there's, there's, a uh, feels like Act 1 and 2 were, uh, shorter than I expected. Yeah, because you look at how many episodes deep into Wano we are. We're at, like, what, 1060 or something now? <laughs> around there yeah and we've watched already like 60 episodes in general of wano for this yeah I th- yeah we're going to 958 today 951 to 958 so act three has been at least 100 episodes and we're so not done so that's cool yeah I, I, that's fair to expect when i was catching up with these the first time i think it was a little more reasonable the length how do you feel the pacing of wano is because you're right that we've watched a lot of it like i'm always surprised when i edit the episode and i'm like oh shit this is like the ninth one we've done because i number them <laughs> and it doesn't even watching it a second time it really doesn't feel like it's been that long episode wise how do you feel? Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it's stretched out at all. Um, and it feels stuff feels way more contained. And something especially that's in this is it's not th- there's gaps in the things happening, but it doesn't feel like wasting time. Because like in Dress Rosa, sh- shit was always happening the whole time. Like mm-hmm. like they were on the move, on the go. There was not really a break besides when they landed there. That's the closest we got. Otherwise, shit was just fucking going. This, it like, like stuff happens, and then because they have to wait for more things to happen, they wait. And you don't, <laughs> yeah, and, like, you get, like, a snippet of them training, and then you'll be like, all right, two days later, pretty much. Yeah. There's, like, gaps where I'm like, where are the straw hats right now? And eventually you find <laughs> out. But, it's yeah, no, I think it's, it's handled a lot better. Whole cake, you're pretty much constantly in go mode as well. There's a few exceptions, but it's yeah. just contained like a, better a constant mission there too yeah i don't they don't have like you're not cutting away to all these different fights happening you're not like oh yep frankie's still punching the pervert we'll see that conclusion <laughs> like there will be no developments until the episode where the fight ends like that was i don't know there's a weird sense of place too when someone's running towards something in dress rosa there is really no way to know if they've made progress unless they tell you it's like i haven't seen the new eight man yet i don't care about these fucking movies anymore but every (laughs) everything i've heard about it is like because it's this cgi goop spy kids world they have to tell you if they're big or not (laughs) because because there's no reference (laughs) point Ooh, that's uh that's really bad that's like the guy's whole thing is that you he got big or small and if everything is fucking cartoon it doesn't matter. You can't, doesn't, you, there's no reason for any of it. But anyways, I'll watch it eventually, <laughs> probably, because I'm fucking sick in the head. But this is not a Marvel podcast. Thank God. This is a One Piece podcast. Uh, and the whole cake was the superhero arc. So maybe, maybe we'll get to see them again. I'm sure. They're in the cover stories, which we'll probably see it adapted whenever they show up again, <laughs> based on how these goes. But uh, yeah, so 951 to 958. It's interesting that you mentioned things being more contained because I was it's stuff that stuff that didn't hit me so much the first time watching this that things would be set up and then completely wrapped up within the same episode. And it is so rare to see an anime 
or at the very yeah. least anime adapted by manga, actually have a self-contained episode of TV. It is like, all TV is really fucking bad about this now. Like, you go back and you watch, oh, yeah. like, I, you know, I've, I've talked last time, I've been watching Mad Men. An episode of Mad Men has, like, contained arcs, character things, <laughs> like, it's a, it's a story. You watch any fucking Netflix show made in the last ten years, and that's just not true. No. And it's not really a thing that I ever thought too much about with the One Piece, anyway. Maybe other anime, like, I don't know. A 12-episode show that's not based on anything, maybe I would, you know, you see that kind of stuff more often. But, like, I never really thought about it, because, yeah, it's adapting, you know, two and a half chapters. They're doing their best. They have to have yeah. cliffhangers in the middle of the episode and at the end of the episode. Uh, so I never really took it that seriously. But there's an episode in this with the Bridge Bandit guy, where I was like, I didn't realize the first time that that was, like, one solid episode that that was taken care of. It's set up before that, I guess. But um, anyways, we'll get there when we get there. Uh, 9.51, we pick up with recap. That might be surprising. Um, but I think it's good that it recaps the Momonosuke rallying everyone, especially because it's been two weeks since I watched these things. I was like, oh, yeah, that was a great moment. Thanks. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me. But it's actually Zoro time after this. Last time we saw a snippet of Zoro in the woods, these like autumnal woods. I love all the different biomes that Wano gets to have. But Zoro is escorting Hiyori somewhere. They're running away from ninjas now. They fight. She gets cornered in a house. A bigger, like, specifically designed ninja shows up. I don't remember if he's on the team of Mega Man bosses. Maybe he is. Zoro fights him. Uh, and there's a, some moments in this where it's pretty clear that Zoro has, like, I think, better observation hockey than we knew about or something. He does, like, the eye glowing red thing and like dodges and attack stuff he he can use it to like not get hit but he can't use it to navigate that's a good point actually <laughs> i never really thought about it he's how, how is he leading hiori i guess hiori must be knowing where she's going she she's she's got to be given directions in mm-hmm. some capacity really dangerous to say run ahead <laughs> he's just gonna get lost there's no guarantee he he was gonna see her again as soon as she's out of ice do you think zoro just has um horrible object permanence maybe <laughs> <Is> yeah <that> it? <laughs> like if he doesn't see luffy he like f- almost forgets like that luffy exists mm-hmm. he would be <laughs> fucked up by those like sliding blades in uh zelda that go in a circle because as soon as he doesn't see them anymore he's like oh there's nothing in between me and, da- and, and <laughs> there's no danger here and then is hits him uh, out of that of the corner yeah i i was thinking do you think they put a like one of those tile things on Zoro so that way they could find him <laughs> if they lose him. Would that work? Could Frankie designed tile. Fr- Frankie should should have some kind of tracker to put on him. There's got to be like a we know there's like radar snails and stuff. There's got to be That's like true. a tracker snail. Is there like a tracker snail that we've just forgot? I almost feel like there's one that we have seen. We just have not remembered that someone has been like pla- had a snail placed on them. And if that hasn't happened, I'm surprised it hasn't happened. <laughs> Big Mom had the radar, like, yeah. manta ray things. Yeah. But I can't think... there. That sounds like a thing that I've seen. It Like, you're, when you're saying it, you're like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't fucking think of it if there's... <laughs> someone's gonna chime at us in the Discord, maybe. But, <laughs> if, yeah, if that's a thing. It certainly sounds like a thing. But yeah, no, I think, uh, I mean, tile rhymes with dial. So there's also that you could make it. Mm. Remember dials? Remember yeah. when they seemed like they were going to be the big fucking thing? <laughs> it, it was going to level the playing field for, for Usopp. They should come back in a major way. <laughs> I think. 
there's still time. I Skypea increasingly becomes important. I don't not maybe for those reasons, but like we're all still convinced Anel has to come back because of why else would he draw all the moon shit? <laughs> He's returning in Avengers Endgame. Please God. <laughs> I just think Dodge should come back up. We're really finding out that everything he's done has been for a reason at this point. Figure that out later. Invent the tile dial. I dare you, Frankie. Uh, but anyway, so Zoro, yeah, clears out this fight. Uh, they decide to go to the snowy area of Ringo again to hide Hiori. And also because Zoro wants his sword back. And she's like, all right, cool. That's fine. I'll lead you there. It's not like a really important sword or anything, right? No. No, no, but don't worry about it. But while Zoro's complaining about Orochi, Hiori also, like, sort of gets emotional about how shitty Orochi is and cries a little bit about wanting him to be dead. Understandable. She's had uh, 20 years of not a great life. And she had to pretend to be into him for a bit, too. Yeah, that's pretty bad. You know, obviously this is like a show for teenagers or whatever, but, like, (laughs) if you take that whole sex work angle seriously, it's bleak. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure she wants the man dead, too. Uh, they should let her do it, in my opinion. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of Orochi, he learns that Zoro and Hiyori got away. He's mad about it. And they're like, don't worry, we caught Trafalgar Law. And he's like, oh, cool. Who is that? Am I supposed to know who that is? <laughs> Everyone should know who that is. I agree. He's, he's shot, skyrocketed up the popularity poll. <laughs> Everyone's goth boyfriend. But yeah, they're talking about, they want to torture him for like information on the plan or whatever of, of whatever's going on. All of this is kind of like told later in flashback, essentially, because this is kind of an interesting place for us to take a two week break. Because I was like, oh, yeah, the last time we saw him, he was like about to maybe fight Hawkins to save his crew. And the next time we're hearing about him is like, yeah, he's in jail. We're torturing him right now. And then like later in this episode, we see Beppo and I'm like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when, when all that stuff was going on, the stuff with the law is really fucking weird at this chunk, because I was I was like, did I miss something? Did I, like, you fall didn't. asleep? <laughs> you didn't, but it really does feel that way with the stuff they intentionally hide. <laughs> every every other scene is just cut out and missing, and then they show it to you later. <laughs> um, but they've, like, raised the security in the capital. All of the Straw Hats have their um, regional variants of their wanted poster. And their, with their name and look. And Law and some of the hard pirates do as well. I don't think we see literally all of them. But if, if we see Sangoro his. Because Sanji is on top of a building looking down. And next to it is Shinobu's. Because Shinobu's there ex- talking to Sanji and explaining something. It's clearly the picture of what she used to look like. And it's played as a joke. Because she doesn't look like that now. Haha, <laughs> women age, I guess. Yeah. Funny, fu- funny joke. Sanji makes a comment about, like, all of that going on, that, that death chaos. Why I'm surprised people are still in the mood to throw this big festival. And she's like, well, it's a festival for honoring the dead. So, you know, it's kind of the exact thing they want to do after the execution of someone everyone loved and cared about that they also thought was dead, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> um, and speaking of the dead and honoring them, Luffy dies. We see Luffy fall on the ground and die before the yes. eye catch. Rip Luffy. I guess you didn't get to choose the time and place he died. Uh, Rip nope. Bozo. <laughs> he he's gone. Like Luffy just keeps dying. I think you know the Dragon Balls have like a limit of how many times you can bring people back. Yeah, and I don't know how Luffy keeps doing it. 
is he's he's made of rubber so he does bounce back that's kind of the thing about him <laughs> uh but after the eye catch we'd see him like alive and screaming in pain and chopper gives him medicine and he's fine he like immediately stands up and is like feed me <laughs> and uh he starts to get back to normal after eating and everyone else here is also healed and vaccinated from the, let me check my notes, mummy virus? <laughs> yeah. He turned into a mummy before he got cured. Um, Don't remember them saying the name of it. I saw that in the, I was looking at the, the wiki that I have pulled up, and I was like, really? That's the mummy virus? But I mean, it is kind of what he looks like when he's, you know, deflated. I, I was just thinking, man, he should, he belongs in like Moria's Island. He does look, yeah, he does have that look. Moria person we'll talk about a couple, <laughs> weirdly a couple times in this section. Yeah. Is he dead? I can never remember. The the way that they worded it in this chunk made it seem like he was not killed, but he, he he's out of the picture. Yeah, well, we heard news that he was alive because he was sighted. And then we saw him meet some people who might kill him. Yeah. So I just, I just don't know ever what he, where he's at. It's fine. I don't care. I don't care too much for the man. I don't need to see him again. He does not have to show up and end the game. I, I need to see my shallot head guy one more time. Yeah. Well. He, anyways, he's gonna be. He's gonna be in the next movie. He's gonna be like a bad guy in the next movie. That'd be funny. Beppo the panda. We see him arrive at, I think, Okobure town. I don't, they don't tell me, so I don't actually know which town is which. Uh, but he meets Nami and sort of is like, hey, uh, before Tonoyasu Yasui died and told everyone he lied about the flyer, he actually made an updated version and sent it to everyone. And we need to distribute this new version. He drew two little lines on it, which is at the bottom, he turns the snake into a lizard, which Kinemon explains later. Yeah, I thought that was very clever. Yeah, put two little lines on the little serpent down there. And everyone just immediately knows what it means. Kinemon doesn't even have to tell anyone over the phone. He's just like, add these two lines, and everyone's like, yes, yes, I understand. And then he hangs up. But off the phone, he explains it to the Straw Hats, and everyone's standing around in that circle. But yeah, so that happens, and then, you know, if you haven't realized, wait a minute, Beppo's here... He sort of just commiserates about Law with the rest of the Hard Pirates. We flash back to the scene that we left off with Law last time where he learns that all of his crew got turned into straw men. This scene continues with Law saying, well, I guess I have to take responsibility for my crew. I'll just have to kill all of them and you. (laughs) And then we cut away from that to Law being brought in to the prison. And it's sort of backwardly explained where Hawkins like, when I saw his determination that he was going to let all of you die to kill me, I figured he might actually kill me. So instead of fighting him, <laughs> I offered to trade all of you for him. So that's what they're doing. Law goes to jail and gets tortured, whatever, for information. And all of the heart pirates go free and are no longer little substitution jutsus. That, yeah, that's a whole scene. Beppo's really mad about it. He's like, we got to save Law. It's more important than all of this. 20 year planning <laughs> losses don't tell straw hat that uh he was put in jail i, I love the that he's just like i kill i'll kill my guys and you and hawkins is like oh well, fuck i don't want to die <laughs> it looks like i'll die if this happens see <laughs> i see i just thought that you would not fight me <laughs> yeah but if you're so determined to fight me 
that you'd kill your friends too. <laughs> that makes me think you're you're gonna actually succeed. <laughs> You'll actually do it. Yeah. You were you were demanding to. <laughs> I love law saying, "Where's my polar bear? What did you do do with my polar bear?" Referring mm-hmm. to Bebo's polar bear is very fun. Uh, I hope they make it to that Uta concert <laughs> in One Piece. Um, also, in this this episode ends with Law getting beat around and tortured for information, but surely he'll give by Hawkins, but also X Drake is there. Diaz Drake. <laughs> X Drake sounds cooler anyway. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but he's there, and then he's not seen the next time we see Law in jail. And then by the end of this chunk, we'll learn X Drake has a whole other deal we have to talk about. A whole other deal that I, I shouldn't. I, I was like, huh. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. It makes perfect <laughs> sense. It's just like he hasn't been around enough for you to think about him that hard but we'll talk about it when we get there but anyways 952 you know shit's going down if the recap only takes like two seconds the recap shows like queen loading up big mom to take her to kaido and then like immediately title card but so this kind of like spattering of plot progression uh kanjuro is gonna take care of the burial for yasui i joked last time that it would just never come up again, but that's not true. <laughs> Kanjiro's got it. And we get flashbacks to all of the Yasui execution stuff. Um, Frankie rides a tiger, which I think is very cool. I thought it was a machine at first because that he'd built because it had like handlebars, but I think he just attached handlebars to a tiger's head. <laughs> I would be willing to believe that Frankie just has like a compartment somewhere in his body where he can pop out handlebars and put them onto anything he's riding on, whether it's an animal or a boat or like a cart attached to an animal. He just puts the handlebars on there so he can play pretend. Well, you never want to be outside of the house and not have them. Yeah, exactly. Better, better to have them than not need them than to need them and not have them. Absolutely. <laughs> what part of his body should be the detachable handlebars? <laughs> so many options. I don't know. Pulls out his femur, breaks it into. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, he rides a tiger uh and takes Kanjiro and Tiny Man's body and Nami is also with them as they ride, I think, to Kinemon. I can't it does it's not really clear. Um we see Robin, Brooke, and Usopp have to escape the capital. They pretend to be haunted, and they make their goofy expression so they don't look like they're wanted posters. Also, the band checking them in is scared of the ghost. <laughs> that that's a really funny bit. Yeah, just a good just a good funny way for them to not have to deal with that. They also have <laughs> Otoko with them. Uh, she was kind of hiding in in Brooke's kimono, and then Robin takes her because he doesn't have body worth, and he's really offended by that. <laughs> <laughs> he should be like, oh, wait, I don't have a body. Yeah, of course you don't. Why isn't this a skull joke? Why are you so hurt by this? <laughs> I, I, maybe he doesn't consider, maybe he still considers his, his skeletal frame a body. May, I mean, I guess so. J- bones aren't warm. Hopefully they're not. Warm bones. <laughs> Dangerous to consider. We go to Ashura, who has another thing to show Keenamon, and this time it's boats. Uh, it's a bunch of ships that are kind of beaten to ship and beaten to ship and sort of stashed at this little cove and he's like yeah they ain't much but we can use them and he sort of was like i've also been preparing in my own way for an eventual day we could do this uh and that's why he has all these and kinemon's gonna have frankie repair them he does luffy is still training 
Since we don't have to have a whole mess of trying to locate Frankie so we can fix the ships. They just when we get to it, he's like, Yeah, he's doing he, it. He, they don't even they don't even have to tell him, hey, you gotta fix the ships, dude. He's just doing it. Yeah, everyone really is able to just sort of provide what they're good at to the job at hand. Again, this is like it's not a whole episode of of Frankie having to do that. <laughs> it's just a couple scenes you see here and there. Uh Usopp's with him when we get to that. I'm trying to think Nami doesn't really get to do a ton in this because even like there's like one scene where like robin gives some information i'm like oh yeah she was a spy that connects <laughs> different times call for different things and sometimes you have people like luffy and zoro who just fight so that they so they just train when these <laughs> things are going on which is fine luffy doesn't need to know a plan no as long, he, he needs to know enough that he can't fuck it up by not knowing it's better that he knows what's going on and he has to improvise and fuck it up instead of um he just fucks it up because no one told him. Yeah. Everything in Wano could be a lot worse than it is right now because of Luffy. <laughs> they had they to could. put him in jail. And then putting him in jail worked out anyway because he met like all these Yakuza leaders. <laughs> so because the, they put them all in the same fucking labor camp for some reason. Uh, so Luffy's still training despite Chopper saying, chill out, rest your body. And he's trying to get the Rio hockey. Uh, old man Hiogoro is there and is like, actually hit me instead of the rocks. And they're like, but you're tiny and small and old. <laughs> but he deflects Luffy's attack because Rio is better than Luffy's. Um, he also mentioned that Kawamatsu uses it, which we saw, I guess, with his little sumo moves when he broke out of jail. Oh, yeah. We also cut to see that he's in Ringo right now. Also in Ringo is Zoro going back to the bridge guardian. And after the eye catch, we see him fight the bridge guardian and he's winning and he's like who are you what's your deal here are you on our side are you on kaido's side like why are you just hanging out and we'll learn we'll get an answer to that and it's not it's weirdly not a big thing that doesn't stick around forever uh <laughs> but he just refuses to give up shisui it's really important and when he says that out loud he is like what that's the fucking sword we're here for <laughs> yeah uh so she'll bring that up later aforementioned Kawamatsu is here and stops their fight. And everyone but Zoro is like, holy shit, that's Kawamatsu. <laughs> Zoro's like, Kappa? <laughs> why, why Why is there a turtle frog guy? What's Actually, going on? No, his first response is Fishman. He says Fishman. Obviously, yes, we know Hiyori knows him and we'll maybe learn why the bridge man does. Uh, but we cut from that and we see that Big Mom is eating. She's still chained up, but she's eating. She tries to, this is important, she tries to poach King. We <laughs> King is the guy who turned into the he has wings and also a wing and dinosaur fruit and he kicked the her her boat down the waterfall. Yeah. So he's sort of here talking to Queen, like, look, I I could have swore I did my best, but here she is. She Big Mom's like, Hey King, do you want to join my crew? I'm only missing three races of people. I thought one was extinct, but here you stand. <laughs> That just has to linger in the air now. Yeah, sure. <laughs> he refuses. But now we have to... What? There's a couple things that totally didn't pay attention to or care about the first time I saw them. And now watching them, my eyes go... When the, the, it comes up. That's one of them. But uh, anyways, well, it'll come up eventually. They mentioned that Big Mom and Kaido used to be crewmates. I don't remember if this is the first time we've heard this. Do you? Did you know that uh... already? I, they mentioned it, I think, um, 
back when uh, she was approaching Wano, I'm pretty sure. I think they're like, oh, fuck, they used to be crewmates and now they hate each other. You are approaching me. I couldn't remember. I, th- I thought it had come up. We'll learn more information in this chunk about uh, the crew they used to be on. Uh, but Kaido walks into the room as like uncuffer, and then they just start fighting. And in the next episode, 953, we see more of them fighting. You know, it's splitting the clouds in the sky above Onigashima. <laughs> I, I do like uh, B- Big Mom has one of the hardest responses to what Kaido says. He's like, I said I'd, I'd kill you if, if you came here. And she's like, only a fool walks towards their death. It's like, oh, fuck. She's not intimidated in the slightest. Nah, she, she's Big Mom. She knows, she knows she's going to win. They're too evenly matched, we see, though. It's kind of cool to see these two giant, strong people just fucking flying around like Dragon Ball characters, exchanging blows, and, like, not really hurting each other. It's also interesting because you can tell Kaido's having fun, which is a thing that I don't think we've seen before. They they have heavily, like, divorced energy. Like, they were together, and now they're... It's like, (laughs) when you're exchanging the kid at McDonald's, this is what mom and dad are doing. Yeah, I mean, there and there are people that think that kid is Katakuri. Like, like a lot of people have the big big mom Kaido divorce uh, theory. Not in the way that like they have Shanks buggy divorce theory. And as far as I know, there's no evidence one way or the other. But I don't know. I don't know if the years line up either. But she had to be very young when she had her first kid anyway, which is Pero Sparrow. We did this whole thing. Like, yeah, ten episodes ago. Doesn't matter. But no, they're particularly because of the way Katakuri is. And um, another thing that'll come up eventually, there are people who wonder <laughs> if that's secretly in, in waiting as a, as a plot reveal. Um, but anyways, back inside Onigashima, Queen's like yelling at people for running away. And they're like, but you're also here with us. And he's like, oh, uh, well, anyways, I got to go. <laughs> Should I, do I have to go check up on Udon? Maybe I have to go do that. And he, but the snails have been down this whole time. They're finally back up, though, and he calls, and he talks to Babanuki, and Babanuki's like, everything's fine here, all fine here. And he's like, ah, damn, no reason to leave. Okay. And we go to Udon and see that he has become a victim of the Kibidango. Otama, in her power to make all animals love her, works on the smiles, if you forgot. <laughs> so now, uh, Babanuki has, has joined the, the ranks of the Otama pirates. Do, do you think... Um... Because she she seems super unsure. Do you think if he ate it himself, it wouldn't have done anything? But since the elephant is the one that ate it, it, it worked fine? I think they share the same stomach. Because mm. when the lion man, whose name I don't remember, Hold'em. When Hold'em punched himself in his own balls, <laughs> oh, they yeah. both got hurt. <laughs> so I would imagine, you know, <laughs> that ba- Baba Nuki has the same stomach. Smiles are so upsetting to think about. <laughs> They're terrifying. I would not like not only finding out that the uh there's there's a good chance they just don't fucking work, mm-hmm. but uh the other part of like, yeah, you become like a fucked up like freak instead of like a guy who can turn into a cat. Yeah. You just turn no into control. like a cat. Actually the cat ones must be in high demand because then you can turn into a cat boy. Yeah, or a cat grows out of you is the thing. There's no real any fucked up thing can happen. That's true. Yeah, you can just have like a cat growing out of your like shoulder, like a fucked up like <laughs> twin or something. Yeah, it's awful. It grows around you. <laughs> Which is, we've seen a couple. We've seen the hippo guy and the uh, fucking. There was a bear man. A bear like grew around a regular man. 
fucking midsummer looking ass. The only one who I think has got the best of it would be Speed because she's just she just turned into like a centaur. Yeah, well, the benefit is that if you're a woman in One Piece, you are probably going to be uh, attractive <laughs> in some way. That's true. If she if she if she got any of those other ones for a horse, it might hide her like massive jugs. So mm. exactly, <laughs> you can't have that. Exactly. Can't remember if she she hasn't met Frankie yet, but I do want him to go centaur mode again. <laughs> do you think he fixed it where it goes the right way now or no because <laughs> then it came out his front and then he was like a backward centaur yeah <laughs> i'm not sure like what his current makeup is now post time skip if because it because really the explosion at vegapunk's lab just seemed like it blew up its face more than anything yeah, yeah it, luckily it hit him on his front side so <laughs> <laughs> otherwise he'd be dead but anyways yeah unfortunately a udon caribou is still here boo Tomato, tomato. Oh yeah, but you've you've already forgotten. That's great. <laughs> but ba- yeah, yeah I, tr- he- I try not to think about Care, but no. <laughs> do not like him. He's he's unpleasant to look at. <laughs> oh, no, he sucks. It's just very funny that he's here, also, because he's not a character I would expect to come back. No, of course not. I hope that we never see him again after this. He <laughs> brags that he helped, and Rizo's like, "Yeah, couldn't have done that without you." And Hiogoro is recognized by all of those distinct character designs that we saw <laughs> when Luffy was doing laps around Udon. Um, they were all different bosses of different regions of Wano before the Kaido Orochi uh, arrangement. And they're all col- they're all fucking color-coded. It's great. And Luffy, they're all, like, weird. And they, ha- they make some weird joke, I don't remember. But Luffy laughs, and he calls Hiogoro old man. He says, GG. And... They all, like, go to murder him. They're like, all right, for that disrespect, you lose an ear. And one of them's like, nah, yeah, you lose a finger. And they're all have, like, different parts of his body for fucking payment. Very funny. And they let Luffy off with a warning, though. And what else happens in this episode? Kind of a lot of threads getting, not even slowly getting tied up, just getting tied up, like, in each scene. Uh, Ashura had the blueprints to the mansion the whole time that Frankie was after. Raizo tells Kinemon everything they accomplished at the camp, including finding Kawamatsu and all of these other bosses. And they're like, shit, fuck. Okay, great. And also we like <laughs> took over the whole camp. So now we have everyone here on our side. So their team just got a lot bigger. Uh, although Raizo was also trying to get weapons that these camps were making, but they really just make like uh, shit for export. And everyone here wants to use a sword. Yeah. So they need sword. Where where are some swords at? Hopefully Wano. <laughs> Hopefully the land of samurai has a couple swords. This is not up in the air very long. <laughs> no. Which I like. Because uh, as soon as like you hear a thing in like the next episode, you're like, oh, okay, I know where this is going. Yeah. Just kind of all comes together in a in a, in its own way. Sp- speaking of, we go back to Ringo, where he or he cries and hugs Kawamatsu. We get more flashback with them. We learn sort of the rest of the story, which is that she ran away because she felt like a burden because he was never eating. He was only feeding her. So she runs away and then he looks for her for a long time. For some reason, him looking for her made me very sad Watch- watching him wander around Wano and, and look for her. Because he's got to stay in hiding even more than she does. Absolutely. Um, Also, we know where she ended up. That's a bummer. But because from she was like, what, eight or nine when she ran away? So I don't want to think about how young she was when she ended up in her line of work. But Uh, yeah, (laughs) uh, eventually 
Kawamatsu gets thrown in jail for stealing food. I think they say that here and then like later we'll learn some stuff before he gets yeah before he gets thrown in jail i'm mixing my flashbacks up i don't think we learned that he got arrested until uh later but he does and we know that because that's he showed up in jail there's some other people that show up uh some other beast pirates here in the present um and zoro and kawamatsu fight them like instantaneously and then the guy on the bridge who we do learn we hear his name one of the beast pirates calls him uh oh, what is it Gyukimaru. Yeah. And he gets shot and he runs away after this, but Zoro chases after him. And now we get to 954. I think starts with the recap, but we also get new stuff before the title card drops, which is just like Zoro chasing the blood trail leaving from the gunshot wound. The bridge guy unburies, like he's like digging through the snow and he like r- reveals a house, like a destroyed house that was here and covered in snow. So he escapes into it. And then you get the episode title, which is, clearly gonna like hang over you because it's like Inma the best sword ever <laughs> or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, so immediately, immediately you know that you know something's gonna happen with that but uh, before we see what Zoro was up to Kawamatsu and Hiyori catch up a little bit he explains that Ringo used to be led by this very important daimyo named Ushimaru and he has another name too that I didn't write down don't look it up, but very <laughs> important master swordsman had a best friend who was a fox. And when Ringo was destroyed by Kaido, that was bad. That guy was gone. But they all, Ringo had this tradition of the eternal grave, which was like, when you're born, you're given a sword. You use it your whole life. And when you die, it marks your grave. So these swords are like very important to people. Um, sometimes really important swords get stolen here, such as Shisui. We get another flashback of like, all right, so Kalmach was like, all right, so I was going to kill myself. He's like, I was going to end my life here in Ringo. What, what a better spot to do it. He's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it here. Instead of that happening, he is interrupted by some grave robbers. And he's like, angrily is like, how dare you interrupt me? <laughs> Even this is bad. And he goes to stop them. But they are actually being fought off by this fox that he mentioned a minute ago. Onimaru. Um, this, this fox is beat to shit because he's protecting all of the eternal graves and these swords. And so Kawamatsu, like, takes care of him and then tries to take all the swords. This is a very dramatic scene where Kawamatsu is like, I have to get these swords for the fight against Kaido to take back Wano. I know it sucks. I know it's bad, but I got to do it. And the dog, the dog, the fox, like, bites him and hangs on his arm for a while. (laughs) But he's not going to stop doing it. And we actually, we get additional flashback here. We see Kawamatsu's perspective of the Odin's house being burned down. Toki saying all of her stuff and then him being like, Kawamatsu being like, I was also there. I was also here. <laughs> and, uh, but he runs away with Hiyori. But yeah, so Kawamatsu sort of explains the whole thing and Onimaru eventually stops biting him and helps collect all of the swords. And there's this montage of them doing this for a while. And it actually includes Bingo, Bongo, and Bungo, everyone's favorite three guys. You remember them? <laughs> How could you forget? Yeah. <laughs> the classic characters we all know and love. Yeah, the classic tropes of drama. Bingo, bongo, and bongo. <laughs> Every friend group has, th- has <laughs> one of the... Has one Bingo, of the- bongo, bongo, and <laughs> those Russian characters in the fourth one. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they get fought off by Kawamatsu and the fox. And they're like, who are you? Kawamatsu makes up the name. 
Yukimaru. And before you even have a moment to remember that name yourself, Hiyori is like, hey, wait a minute. Isn't that the <laughs> bridge monk's name? What's that mean? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Kawamatsu has like a no comment on it. Uh, but then uh, then we get the part where he's captured for stealing food and it gets uh, put in Udon for 13 years. And Kawamatsu is like, yeah, I guess that fox is gone. <laughs> it's foolish of me to think he'd still be out there. Surely he couldn't be. 13 years later. Uh, anyways, what's up, Zoro? And then they go into this house and all of the swords are there. He's like, oh, sh- shit. But what's interesting, too, is that he's like, oh, a human must have done this. What happened here after I left? And uh, then we see that, yes, the, the bridge man, Yukimaru, was also the fox. And they never really explain it. I don't, like, was that a devil fruit? Is it like, <laughs> a, it? Is it like a nine-tailed fox? I mean, I guess it wouldn't be that specifically, but some type of fox that can transform itself see I, i'm i'm going with some some something about like the uh, the, the wishes and desires of the swordsman and kawamatsu allowed him to uh transform so he can properly defend the swords well yeah i mean devil fruits are <laughs> are, are wishes being granted <laughs> ultimately so uh maybe maybe he manifested it you never know <laughs> Uh, but yes, this episode ends uh, after the bridge fox runs off. This thing, he doesn't like meet up with Kawamatsu. He's just like, I'm so glad that you're alive, and that I was able to do this for you. And then I can, I can runs go away. die. I don't know. I don't know what the fox is gonna do. <laughs> his mission is done. That he's not needed anymore. He can finally rest. Yes, his planet needs him. <laughs> Let me see what the wiki calls the. Because is there a word for the? Because the fox looks so specific. Which is um, yeah. Is it a, is it a thing? Because it's got to be a reference to the same thing that like Amaratsu from Okami is. Mm, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, it says a Koma Gitsune is what the a fox with a flame like mane and tail. Oh yeah, it's like a type of spirit, I guess. Oh, that makes sense. Kind of completely forgot about um that fucking video game that Okami. I was like, I already don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> it happened again. I, I was looking at it on my Switch menu recently. So. <laughs> oh yeah have you played it yet or no i've played it a little bit i think i got to a point where i was like maybe i i need to play like a, the wii version or something to get the full experience yeah <laughs> I, have not I, touched it. I was wondering how the joy cons would have worked with it um that game is so much longer than it ever you ever think it's gonna be it just fucking keeps going which is why i've never tried to get into it i didn't really like the combat either when i tried it on the wii but i don't know People fucking love that game. The uh, vinyl pressing for the soundtrack goes for like $700. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Super limited run and it's an official one, so it's mm-hmm. like crazy expensive. Like a four-piece box set. That'll do it. Anyways, before this episode ends, so the fox runs off. Bye, fox. Thank you for your small contribution to the story that did not become a whole giant thing like so many things often become. Uh, uh, but so before this episode ends, Zoro's like, where's Shisui? I want my sword. And he or he's like, hey, actually, no. What if you don't get that sword? It's too important and sacred to Wano historically and culturally. But instead, I give you Inma, which is the sword that gave Kaido his scar and was Odin's. <laughs> and uh, this next episode, 955, picks up with more of that uh, where Zoro considers it. So it's like, I, I don't know. I, I really like that one sword that a zombie gave me. I like defeated him in battle, even though he was his, he was a zombie. So if 
if okay look i'll take the fucking sword if i can go see ryoma's grave and they're just like what the fuck is wrong with him what yeah, is going like, on i'm really bonded to this man because i fought his corpse even though it was imbued with my friend's shadow <laughs> and he's a skeleton <laughs> he wasn't my friend at the time though so it counts it still counts as a fight yeah, so he 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 does eventually accept the trade of uh of Inma. He's very excited by the idea of the sword that cut Kaido. We'll talk about Inma in a little bit. But she also mentions that both her and Momonosuke got one of Odin's swords. Like they were sort of passed down because he was a two sword user. I don't. He's in the opening. I'm sure you know that anyway. But <laughs> I'm like, we've seen him, right? I don't know. Yeah. I can never remember how much we've seen at any given point. It's all too much. <laughs> I've I've seen all of it too recently. <laughs> But uh, speaking of thinking that you missed a scene um, or an episode or something, uh, we check in on Law, who has now beaten Hawkins off screen. <laughs> Law is no longer tied up. I don't. He, Hawkins is in pieces. Don't know what happened here. Were there cover stories? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it's uh, all will be revealed in Law side story. <laughs> and doesn't Law have a light novel? I think so. I don't know anything about it. Do you remember the, uh, that we watched a special that was like, what was Sabo doing in Dress Rosa? They should do that for Law. Like, what is he doing right now at any given time? Well, something happened to Sabo, so. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Sabo, we'll get to Sabo. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine. We're, we left off with Sabo, like, wanting to save Kuma at Reverie. Yeah. Surely that went great. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we, we, we go to Law and hawkins for whatever happened off screen law is now winning he's like weren't you in an alliance with kid and apu and he's like yeah but apu was always working for kaido and it was when he fell out of the sky and fucked us up it was a trap uh so hawkins immediately was like well i'm just gonna work for the guy so i don't die <laughs> and kid and killer did not do that so they died <laughs> they were uh i don't i can't remember how kid actually lost his arm they've because there's a story and then he's like that wasn't that's not true because I, I but i don't remember now if it's was this or not i don't think it was this someone's gonna tell me the discord i'm not an encyclopedia i think about one piece every two weeks when we record <laughs> i think i do i look at all my figures on the wall and i'm not thinking about one piece he's <laughs> like damn <laughs> i i love them yeah whoever they chopper. are <laughs> well chop well here's the thing you don't think about one piece because <laughs> you forget that they're fictional you think they're yeah they're, they're real my real friends, friends. <laughs> i can't wait to see them again in two weeks <laughs> what dude playing odyssey was really confusing actually because i was like what is all of this about because i can't think about it but i don't retain it like i used to i guess is more so the <laughs> the thing but yeah so law just leaves hawkins here and there's someone in the shadows who's letting him escape i think it would be pretty easy to narrow this down from context but we'll move on back to luffy and hiogoro they're training there's now only five days left i think earlier they said there was a week until the fire festival and i didn't write it down or mention it but you know watching these close together you're like oh shit time's passing this is not 30 episodes that takes an, a an hour of real time and this is in the past two episodes there's been two days so like a, a King Crimson didn't break in, right? King Crimson didn't like cross over into One Piece. I don't think so. Why okay. you just you just feel like there's a lot of scenes missing? <laughs> yeah, there's just a lot of shit. It's like okay, I guess this is happening now. Law's oh, free. He made you want, it out. You you want the extended cut? You want this to take longer? 
I, I do I need it. Like once it, they announced that that uh, there might be a nine hour Avatar two put on Disney Plus as a as a series. I'll watch it. <laughs> they made all the effects and then it edited it down to a movie, which is so fucking expensive and cool. That's, you see, I love you, Jim. <laughs> never stop. Like when I see that, it's like Disney going, "Okay, this stuff has to be seen. We spent so much goddamn money on it." <laughs> Absolutely, and there's nothing good on Disney Plus, so they might as well put Avatar, yeah, that too, the one gotta... good movie they've made in the past like ten years. You you need to drive <laughs> drive subscriptions, please. And they only have that because they bought Fox. <laughs> but I mean, bet on Big Jim, you got it. Let him direct. Uh, instead of Michael Bay, let him direct the live action Evangelion movie. Fuck yeah! I mean, I feel like he'd get it. Honestly, he, he's the one who wanted to do uh, Ailita, but he had to pass it to. Uh, Robert yeah, Rodriguez, because he he's still, like, fuck, I got so much Avatar shit Yeah, he still, I think, produced and maybe wrote on it, but they've been talking about finally making that sequel with the success of Avatar 2. I love that <laughs> that's where he's, like, re- like putting his his success chips. He's like, no, 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 a battle angels. <laughs> hey, it stops at a perfect point to continue. <laughs> it does, yeah. It stops, it's, uh, from what I understand, it stops right when it gets good. Like, right when, like, the, the manga stuff gets, like, crazy yeah. and gets to the actual stuff within Battle Angel. That's why I want them to make the second one. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I love Big Jim. I want him to make Avatar movies forever. It's so funny that, not, and this is, this is not just my experience because I was late to the liking Avatar train. There were people who liked it all the time. But also there's this post-Marvel fatigue where now I think it's so much easier to appreciate Avatar as something unique and weird and idiosyncratic and technologically impressive in a way that people were, like, too cool for at the time. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny to think that when Disney bought Fox, it was like, cool, X-Men movies. (laughs) We haven't gotten one yet. No, And instead, Avatar 2 fucking is, like, (laughs) this gigantic triumph. Well, X-Men are coming in phase... Seven? Seven. It, starting in 2026 or something. I hate Kevin Feige. You know, if it works for people, it's whatever. It's not even I, working for people anymore! <laughs> that, well, there's still people who, who, like, I see on Facebook, they'll, like, post the wall of content that you get for the next 20 years, and they're like, I can't wait for all of these. I see that, and I get exhausted. <laughs> I don't even watch it and I get exhausted. I get exhausted that any movie coming out around these four fucking tentpole dates is going to have two showtimes a day. <laughs> Bullshit. Meanwhile, we should have the- 3D theater showing Avatar all the time. Should have 4D Avatar. 4DX. Or, or Avatar. they like spr- spray the water. They in drown you shit. in the theater. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What a good movie Avatar 2 was. Yeah, well defeated Hawkins and he's free. Some yeah, somehow. <laughs> somehow. I mean he used his room power, he cut him in pieces, but um <laughs> I just wished I got to see it. I guess I don't know. I don't need to. It's kinda cool to have Lobby Mysterious and uh all of this happen in one episode. They're like, alright, act two has to end. He he has the look of a mysterious guy. It's funny, uh some of the, the one of the Paramecia people I think told us about this that um Sometimes the anime will flesh out stuff the manga didn't have time for. So if something's not being shown in the anime, <laughs> that's like, I feel like that's a sign of, of the pace they're trying to keep. Um, and that's, that, that's where it goes. Maybe Oda thought that they would animate it or, or flesh it out. And they were like, nah, pass. No one likes Hawkins. 
some apparently there's someone who likes Hawkins. I can say nobody likes anybody, and someone will show up in our mentions. Even though we don't even have a big listener base, they're just all weirdos. So they're like, <laughs> actually, I love this. I love you all. Please keep giving us your money on Patreon. Hey, I'll I'll test it. No one in the world likes Dweevil. <laughs> that might be true. <laughs> I don't. I've yet. To, I don't know a Weevil fan. Are there Weevil fans in the chat? Post post Pog in the chat if you like Weevil. I don't. I'm trying Not to think the of Pokemon. Another. No, or the oh, Weedle, the Yu-Gi-Oh guy. I was gonna say, yeah, or the Yu-Gi-Oh guy, but yeah, weird that we both remembered that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think about Yu-Gi-Oh ever. Uh, I I put a f- the dub of Yu-Gi-Oh on my Plex. <laughs> oh, nice. Probably a good background sound. Yeah, back when uh, Naruto was on Netflix, I had it on in the background for like a while until I was like, eh. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm gonna replace it with something I actually want to pay attention to. I can spend four hundred sixty-four dollars on. An Edward Weevil uh, statue. Has anyone ever done that? I cannot imagine. Plus $200 shipping. Is this like the Adele vinyl thing? <laughs> They're rushing out all the Weevil figures and then they just sit in Goodwills. Or for a similar price, I can get Shirohoshi with legs? That's not... No. Why? Is this like the, the fucking trans Law and Luffy? Just like what if figures? Um, This looks like it's a, it's a custom figure. Oh, okay. Made from, like, parts, and then they painted it. Because related are a bunch of horny uh, Nami figures where she has boobs even bigger than usual. That's a high bar. Or, like, a naked uh, Robin. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I don't want want that. They have naked uh, Zoro. They have naked erect Zoro figures, I've seen. (laughs) Now that, maybe. Yeah, that's an investment. That's, that's, That's history right there. That's a conversation piece. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Zoro getting sucked dry, uh, <laughs> Inma. And no, well, actually, that's later. Where we actually were is Kinemon telling everybody uh, about the flyer changes and then, yeah, off the phone, explaining to everyone around him, the Straw Hats, Kanjuro, Ryza, whoever's here, explaining what it means. And it's like all the ports in Wano are named after... Or like animals, all, all all of the parts are named after animals. So instead of the snake one, we're gonna go to the lizard one because he drew these little legs on the little guy. That's a little lizard guy. Um, so was, ah, great, smart, cool. And we see Frankie and Usopp working on the ships. They were like, "This is great that we found everybody except for Denjiro. Don't know where he is, or what his deal is, but Kawamatsu, great pull. Everybody else here, great. Ashura decided to help us. Cool. They should check the manga spoilers to see if, see where he's at. Yeah, just look ahead. <laughs> Did you check the cover stories? Maybe he's in those. <laughs> um, but they're going to go over their plan, which they, of course, do off screen. I kind of like this. It's not really exactly built like a heist movie necessarily, but I love the like all of the preparation being done sort of out of our view. So then we can still sort of be surprised by it when it happens. Yeah. And it's cool to know that it's happening. It's not like we have seven days to enact the plan. But guess, like, it It kind of seemed like it was going that way. Like, oh, everything's fucked. But no, they still get to enact the fucking giant attack, which is cool. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, there's a lot of really fun sort of things of that nature across the rest of Wano that I'm, I've seen anyway. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I'm aware of everything that happens, but I haven't read it, and I'm not caught up on the anime. <laughs> when we cut away from them and don't hear the, all of the plan details, we see that Kaido and Big Mom are just chilling now. They're just hanging out. She's eating soup, he's drinking, and 
Uh, everyone's favorite character, Apu, shows up. I think Apu is the person that I like said that nobody liked, and then someone in our Discord said they liked him. Or maybe it was some other weirdo. I can't remember. I I hate Apu. I, every time I see him, I'm like, I fucking he should I cannot die. stand this man. <laughs> He's evil. Spiritually. Emotionally. <laughs> he looks fucked up. I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in the ER trying to send psychic negative vibes to Apu. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> Not even in like a he's a good villain, I love to hate him way. He's just bad. As soon as he talks, I'm just like, fuck, dude. <laughs> Get this guy off my screen. Sick of this guy. I've had enough of this guy. Uh Apu's here, and they explain the secret entrance to Wano that you could take, which he does and takes and there's like this uh, they name the region they're in i don't remember what it's called but a specific region of wano that they sort of the elevator takes them up to it's under the waterfall they go through the waterfall take an elevator up and they come through the secret entrance and as apu's you know hip-hopping across the ground um we also see these giant monsters coming with him they're called numbers we learn because uh queen and king i think talk about them they're like yeah. oh they're so annoying they're messy drinkers yeah, because you got you got King Queen Jack. You got to have Ace through ten. You think they have Ace here? Uh, yeah, they actually brought him back. Yeah, they brought Ace back <laughs> with that stupid fucking hologram power. That's dumb and sucks shit. Yeah, I hate that yeah. shit. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Dumbest idea anyone's ever had. I don't know if that one was Oda, but if it was, he does miss once. <laughs> he missed once. Uh, but yeah, no, it's funny. I didn't even think about the numbers being another card thing. I'm assuming so. No, it makes perfect sense. I just didn't think about it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what that name means immediately, and I'm not going to think about it for a second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, also Big Mama Kato have an alliance. Um, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> they- <laughs> I'm assuming that's not surprising to you because of, I mean, Wano's been around you for so long. Uh, I didn't know that they actually like linked up, but I did not think there was going to be like... A triple threat battle. Two emperors teaming up. That's a big deal. Yeah, that is. Especially when we get those big numbies later. Big, big numbies. Yeah, we see their uh, their bounties later on in this chunk. Yeah, I mean, we know that Luffy can't beat... He, Luffy has lost to both of these people. He wasn't really trying to beat Big Mom. He nearly... Like, he barely beat her son. Maybe both of these people's son, depending on some people's perspective on <laughs> the material. So we'll see how he does. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of people here. Maybe he doesn't have to fight both of them, but we'll see. He's definitely got to fight Kaido, though. Oh, yeah. So do, do you think the reason like Big Mom and Kaido, I feel like the reason Big Mom and Kaido hated each other for like 30 years or whatever has got to be over something like super minor and like bullshit, right? It's hard to say. Sometimes you just get fucking sick of people. I, I, I like I, I feel like it wasn't like a a big like violent dispute or something. It's like Kaido like ate her cake or something, or like oh, she maybe. drank his his liquor. Like could be, could be. <laughs> Sometimes you're just like I don't know. I gotta move on. Uh, that's the whole, the whole movie about it. it. Didn't win any fucking Oscars, but uh, Banshees <laughs> of Inisherin and was just like, what if he just got sick of a guy one day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. It's, it's a good movie. I need to watch. I like it. It's uh, it's got a little bit more going on with that because it also has to deal with like depression and uh, self harm. Yeah, <laughs> but should have won best actor probably. But nine fifty six, Kawamatsu tells everybody that he met Hiyori, and they were like, holy shit, 
because you know this is like Momonosuke and Kinemon and all these other people who know her very well uh, obviously yeah. <laughs> um but it's been 20 years for some of them and it's actually not been that long for Kinemon and Momonosuke it's been like a few days which is insane to me <laughs> well I mean it's been at least a week in Wano now so but total maybe a month yeah I don't know but uh she doesn't want to meet everyone until it's over which obviously perfectly mirrors Momonosuke saying <laughs> He didn't want to meet her until it was over. But uh, Momonosuke has a flashback to them playing around as kids, and she, like, drop kicks him. <laughs> Thanks Zora for protecting her. Zora's like, you realize she's now, like, 18 years older than you. And Mom- <laughs> it, like this shatters Momonosuke. He's like, oh, fuck. And then, like, imagines this grown woman drop kicking. <laughs> um, Sanji also puts together that, oh, shit, your sister is Kamurasaki. <laughs> and then he's, like, super nice to Momo. He's like, Hey, Momo, we're best friends, like, right? Uh, you would think of me as a brother or something? Like, come on. Can you bring me up around your sister? <laughs> Look, Sanji, I'll get, you, I'll get you in. You just gotta be in, introduce me to your sister. That's true, yeah, no. It's a fair trade. Momo else is like, what, eight? Yeah. Anyways, Tetsu shows up. Remember this fucking guy? <laughs> he also made swords and wears this long-ass nose uh, mask. And... He was holding on to Odin's swords, I guess. <laughs> and also, Okiku's like, here's your sword that Luffy stole. The Kitetsu 2, which Zoro's like, like, hey, I know that name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Kitetsu had Odin's swords. And he's like, Momonosuke, what do you want to do with yours? And he's like, keep it, I guess, because like, I'm like eight, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm, I am a child. What the fuck like, am I going to do with twice that? Twice as long as I am. But then, yeah, Zoro gets uh, the other one, Enma. Uh, and he goes to try it out, and he cuts off a whole fucking cliff, and his <laughs> arm gets sucked dry. <laughs> yeah, his arm turns into like twink arm, big be- <laughs> uh, because it like sucks his hockey. Basically, um, it takes so much hockey to control it and not just be completely drained by this sword, which I guess is like they don't really say it's cursed exactly or whatever its deal is. It's just um. A lot. I think he kind of explains away the Hitetsu guy kind of explains away the uh, what the cursed swords are. It's just that like most people are not strong enough to wield them, so they get fucked up by him. Mm-hmm. And Zoro, I mean, he's been he's got great luck. Yeah, <laughs> which I guess is hockey. Is hockey luck? I don't know. Time is luck. We all know that. He's, but. he's strong. He is strong. This made me so when there was a direct correlation between the size of his arm and the hockey being sucked from him or retained. I'm like, is that what each gorilla knee gorilla is? Is that just hockey, but not armament? <laughs> oh, cool. Because remember when he made his arms buff and he never did it again? Yeah, he needs to do that more. He should do that all the... F- if you could, I, if I could do that, I would do it every day. <laughs> it's all I would do is make myself jacked. Of course, who would? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm cribbing this joke from Paramecia... And it's just like two, it's like two years old and just ingrained in my brain at this point. I'm pretty sure like, cause like Inma's kind of just a gun. Because <laughs> like, he, yeah. he gets this sword and it's just like f- fucking decimates anything in front of it. But he has to like maybe lose his arm to do it. Not in like, I don't know, the My Hero Academia way, but it just takes him a lot of, of energy to control it. And you, I don't think you really see him struggle with it too much. In the grand scheme of things, but I don't know. Enough. You see it a little bit more here when he's training. But anyways, we're going to go back to them planning. And that's 
uh, they're going up against 30,000 people. They have about 4,000 right now. They get a little bit more from the other region bosses. Um, Luffy's training, Zoro's training. Luffy, Zoro, and Sanji each got to count as like a couple thousand put together. Well, Luffy and Zoro, maybe. <laughs> Sanji's like 10. Sanji's 10 guys, I don't know. I mean, she's not part of the worst iteration, so. The, well, they also got Chopper, and how many little guys does uh does Kaido have? Oh, Ka- Kaido little guys? I don't know. I was going to say, we got Chopper and Hyogoro, at least. Momonosuke, but, as well. He's the most important little guy in the world right now. Like, I don't think Kaido's got, like, any little guys. He's at a severe disadvantage oh, there. Orochi maybe counts, technically. Huh. They make a great point. I'll have to do some research on this. Keep track for little guys. I don't think page one counts. No, I, th- I think he's he's too much of just like a regular guy to be a little guy. Yeah, he's like a zoomer or whatever, but he's not little. He's not like, that's a distinct category. Keep our eyes peeled for little guys. I don't know. I, I can think of the closest one, is which you haven't, I don't think we've seen them yet, but I think I know what the answer would be if we had to go with little guys and... And Oni Gaishima in Act 3, but <laughs> we'll get there. Anyways, uh, there's this funny scene where Momo's like, hey, I learned Tsunachu is actually a bad word. That word you taught me, Zoro? And he's like, oh, well, I never say it. <laughs> I've never said that word. I just know it. Yeah, just an old guy in my village told me once. No big deal. <laughs> and again, we're like, Zoro, what the fuck is your whole life story and yeah, Oda's I was, like I don't have time to put it in the story so I'm just gonna put it in SDS it's just like when he's talking about the swords he's just like yeah I just got it from like my village or whatever it's like what the fuck yeah Zoro I, I'm, I'm getting ahead of it I think but Zoro talks to Hatetsu again and yeah. the sword that he's had the whole show from like Kuina or the dojo whoever had this white sword that he always has yeah that's like made by the same person as Inma <laughs> yeah <laughs> Jesus. I-, I wonder if Oda just like finds it funny to like sprinkle shit in about Zoro. It's like this is one guy you're not gonna get a you're not gonna get like the That's kind read of on. why I'm surprised he did release all the information about Zoro in like <laughs> uh just a page, not even in a chapter. Like SDS stuff. But I'm like, yeah, no, I it's not really important. Like one, I guess you could fit it into Wano, but like there's already so much shit in Wano and it's if you gotta cut something, yeah. it seems like the least important thing. It's kind of like Luffy's family situation where, like, I don't know. He doesn't know his dad. It doesn't really matter too much. It doesn't yeah. change the story. Like, I'm sure they'll interact at some point by the end of this thing. But, like, I don't know. It doesn't really matter much if you see these people again. Or if it, it doesn't change their outlook on the world or what they're going to do. They're very self-defined. Which I should probably think about more often with Usopp. Usopp's kind of like the exception in my head, I guess. Most people have most people who have strong relationships to their family. Their family has died. Because I'm like, you know, Frankie's whole... Frankie just had the one guy. Not as even blood family. He's dead. Robin's mom, dead. Everyone Chopper cared about. Well, the, the main guy Chopper cared about dead. Uh, and Luffy, yeah. Like, uh, Lu- who knows what Luffy and Zora's parents are out there doing? Who cares? It's not going to change what they do. Yeah. Sanji's family. Well discussed. What else? Let's, uh, we, let's see. The, we, at, uh, at some point, a montage in here starts where like we see Hiori playing the shamisen again. That's how you know an act change is coming. They get the extra people from the region bosses. They still need to rescue people from the capital. Um, Otama made a bunch of people hats. 
and Luffy and Kinemon are like, all right, see you at the port, buddy. And they separate. Already talked about the sword scene with Hitetsu. Basically, the last thing we get is Orochi has gotten news from the traitor. Did you remember that there was a traitor afoot? I did not. <laughs> it was briefly discussed in Zoe. Because they were like, how did Jack find us here? Mm. So they sort of talk about there being a traitor uh, amidst something or another. It, it's not entirely made super clear in, like that these are the same thing, that the Zoe scene and this are the same thing. I'm telling you that they are. Miraculously now, Orochi knows that the port change has changed from fucking snake to lizard. Uh, that Hiori is alive and in the north. He also learned that Udon was taken over, but then calls Udon and Baba Nuki's like, no, everything's fine here. So he, just, he was like, well, that's not true, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, Orochi has a source of information that knows all of this stuff. That's, that's, that's kind of the, um, the, the end of Act 2 that we have to end on, is that they know more about the, the, the plan going off than they think. Also, Luffy's still training to get his Rio, and he seems to be getting it better. Blows up a tree. Uh, act 2 end! <clears throat> But we got two more episodes to talk about. We do. And uh, some shit happened. Yeah. We were just talking about these episodes being shorter. Now today, uh, 9.57, we are reminded that Fujitora wanted to get rid of the warlords, which we will, by the end of this episode, see that he did do. Not probably the biggest piece of information you're going to get in this episode. <laughs> but uh, so Garp is dropping off, you know, Neptune and, and Shirohoshi and everybody. And he's like, yeah, you know, shit always happens after the reverie. I'm not kind of worried about it. Something bad happened in Alabasta that we will not tell you, but don't let this color the perspective of humans. <laughs> and that's it. We do not, we the viewer do not learn what has happened in Alabasta. But Shirohoshi's worried about Vivi because they're friends now. Yeah, I'm, I'm also very worried about Vivi. What happened in Alabasta? Who knows? Who could say, really? Uh, we see Morgans. We check in on big news Morgans. Remember him, Birdman? Oh, yeah. The big, the big bird that I think is his own type that just is always a bird. Uh, but he has his little newsroom, and uh, he's to there's a big death that he wants to report on. We'll learn shortly who this is. Uh, but someone's, he gets a note from the government telling him not to publish it. And he's like, well, free speech, baby. I'm going to do what I want to do. And the person who handed the note pulls out a gun and says, actually, I'm from Cypherpole. So do this or else. Uh, really, like, there's a, this episode has, like, we talked about this, I think, with Paramecia as well, uh, coming up for the fourth or fifth time this episode. But, like, these are some episodes where, like, not really important things are getting handed to directors who get to then flex. So there's a lot of stuff that just looks really cool in this episode. Yeah. And this director I, goes on to do a lot of stuff in Act 3, too. Um, and there's, I can't remember their name. I should have looked it up. And there's, I think, a couple different directors that also fit this criteria of like, here's something small, and then later they get something bigger. But it's been very cool to watch across Act Act Three, um, and uh, honestly, all of Wano, but especially Act Three, sort of the way that some talent has really got to pop off with some some sequences that I'm excited to watch again. And some of them I haven't seen yet, and some of them, uh, you know, obviously. You haven't seen any of them yet, but, uh, but yeah, so I was thinking about that because the cypher pole agent ripping off their face mask looks so cool. Yeah. And the, how like dramatic the whole like sequence in the, the new Zeppelin is really, I, I like how that looks. Yeah, no, it's great. I love the Morgan stuff here. Um, he punches him in the face. 
<laughs> yeah. That seems to do it. Like, that seems to knock this guy out. And he's like, long live the free press, baby. Hell yeah. And also, Wapple has an info to leak, which I guess is different. I guess, uh, I don't know if that's maybe the Warlord thing, but because th- those are kind of the two big things in the news paper that come out is Sabo's fucking dead. Uh, whoops. <laughs> we-, we see everyone reacting to the news. Some people are happy. Some people are mad. But we really center on the revolutionaries, Ivan Kav, Koala Dragon. Everyone here is reading the news and are like, no way, this isn't true. We see Makino crying about it and Dadon. It's like, I just learned he was alive and now he's dead. This fucking sucks. Guess he's dead. I guess Oda was like, yeah, yeah sure. Really important guy, dead off screen. Yep. He's definitely totally dead. Yeah. Uh-huh. I believe it. <laughs> Oda would never lie to me. It's not like after Marineford, I know what that would be like <laughs> if it was important. Uh, that's interesting, too, that they, show, that they say that he's died. They don't say that he was captured. Like, they're not setting up for Marineford 2 or whatever. He's just fucking dead. Uh, Doflamingo reads this in jail, finds it very interesting. Blackbeard obviously is like, all right, we move. We get the fruit. Let's go. And Wano, we see our buddy X Drake get his own uh, news update because he reports with Kobe, you know, and the Marines because X Drake is the leader of like a splinter cell in the Navy called Sword. <laughs> Why not? And he's good buds with Kobe. Yeah. You know, a guy we know. Which, uh, <laughs> in love. Kobe should ask him how Luffy's doing in this scene. I wish he did. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, I mean, wasn't, wasn't X-Drake's thing that he used to be part of the Marines as well? His dad like, was a Marine. He was a Marine. And then he left and became a he, pirate. I don't, I, <laughs> I don't remember all of the specific details. Because I don't know if he's always been a Marine and just that was his cover story the whole time. I, you know, I would want to believe that. I could look he, it up. I don't remember. He he got brought back in because that's a terrible cover story. If you're gonna go undercover, it's like no, no, no. I used to be a cop. Now I sell drugs. Yeah, no, I'm cool no, now. Don't worry about it. I, I I'm good. I'm I'm cool. I'm a cool guy now. I used to be one of those lame guys, but now I'm cool, guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm so cool. That uh, that is the vibe that X Drake has, though. And it's very <laughs> no, because I think about the scene and when he's introduced in Sabo Odi. Kazaru's like, aren't you a Marine? Oh, wait, never mind. I guess you're not one anymore. And it's <laughs> now I could, I don't know if this is provably false because I'm not looking up when X Drake, <laughs> if, if we know this or not, because I don't care. Um, but it's very funny for me to imagine that scene with Kazaru being like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to say that. And just doing like the Luffy whistle thing. He's like, are we on the same side? Oh, wait, I'm supposed to fight you. We're not. No one knows we're on the same side. <laughs> Don't know if that's the case or not, and I won't look it up. Someone will probably tell us in the Discord, though, if they know the specific timeline of, of X-Drake. Does he have a light novel? Oh, give it time, I'm sure. Do people like X-Drake? I don't know what his popularity is like. I mean, I think he's pretty cool. Uh, he is cool. They're cowards for not, for not letting me play as him in Pirate Warrior. Someone to play as a giant fucking dinosaur. Isn't he in Burning Blood? Can't you play as him in Burning Blood? I don't want to play Burning Blood. <laughs> well, no, that game fucking sucks ass, but I'm just saying, like... <laughs> if I could be Is a that the one game he's playable in? In Burning Blood, I might do that. <laughs> they should make... I mean, they shouldn't. It'd be bad. And Burning Blood's bad anyway, so maybe you should be able to turn into a dinosaur in that game. But um, I was like, they should make all-star battle where it's a game so unbelievably broken because it's so faithful to the movesets. <laughs> oh, you're telling me that a guy just lives inside of puddles? Yeah, put him in the game. 
fucking idiot. <laughs> I've uh, seen some stuff on Twitter of an old 2D One Piece fighter that I think is a DS game. Uh, there's the- I saw Dritz Rosa stuff in it, so I know that it's recent. Maybe it's a 3DS game. But I saw some people la- uh, like labbing it and like apparently it's good i don't know huh. i don't know the depth of it but it seems cool i know there's like we a should figure it out a shonen jump uh ds game i think the one that i saw i think was one piece specific but we should i should figure out what it is and we should see if we can emulate it or something on the patreon Ooh, that's a good idea turn to the gamer zone we used to play games more often <laughs> what happened we ran out of all the ones we cared about yes yeah i never did spend a bunch of money to uh play pirate warriors 2 <laughs> i really wanted to i really i really wanted to just like let you learn and was the guy in that game <laughs> live on the podcast but i just don't think it's worth it to buy a ps3 at this point in my life or a region free copy of the game um anyways so yes uh <laughs> x drake is uh the leader of sword reaffirming that the navy's definitely not going to wano they don't have the resources that would be bad drake Tells them about the Emperor Alliance, and that's bad too. Kobe's like, Jesus Christ. So the Navy does learn about that. And also, Drake thinks he saw a cipher pole there in Wano. I don't think we of the viewer have seen it. I don't I don't think so. But X Drake's pretty confident that he saw them. So that would be bad, I guess, for whatever they're doing. Who knows? But uh Kobe's on his way to capture Hancock because the other half of the news is that the warlord system's fucking over. Yeah, he got his wish. It's over. It's done. So now all of the former warlords are trying to be arrested by the Navy. I love how this sequence looks, too. There's a lot of really great, like... Yeah! Sort of showing you, you know, why you must remember these guys or what their exploits <laughs> were or what they're up to now. But then, like, uh, I don't know, just, like, the stuff with, like, Doflamingo, Hancock, every, uh, just, like, looks really nice and uh, dr- dramatic, stagey. It doesn't feel like it's adhering to any sort of reality of a scene. It's just like, this looks cool. Here's yeah. Bill Flamingo making a bunch of strings on a top of a brick <laughs> wall or something. Arrest attempt on Buggy, Weevil, Mihawk, and uh, Hancock. Those are the ones we see. I uh, who, who else is there to arrest? Because the, Law got his title stripped, I think, after Dressrosa is when it officially got stripped. Morio is next after Marineford. Blackbeard uh, relinquished his title, but they're probably still going to come after him. Yeah, because I think before Dressrosa, they had the seven. And then Doflamingo's obviously out of the picture. Yeah. And they ne- I don't think they ever filled that spot before this. I, yeah, I, I think the implication there was uh, going to be, well, we'll figure it out after the referee. <laughs> yeah, so Buggy, and then they didn't have to. So Buggy, Weevil, Mihawk, and uh, Hancock are four. Yeah, Law was stripped of his. Blackbeard relinquished. Oh, Blackbeard relinquished as well. A while so ago. Like- yeah, so Law and Doflamingo are, are Nick's, so I'm still forgetting. I feel like there's still one, unless they had six, but then that wouldn't be Shibukai. <laughs> so uh, I don't know who I'm forgetting. I mean, look at fucking Warlords. Yeah, because J- Jinbei also doesn't count because he quit after, <laughs> before the time skip even. Yeah, I don't know. Someone's going to tell us something that we're just fucking forgetting. Because like, yeah, Jinbei, Crocodile and blackbeard all not in the picture unless i'm wrong about moria or kuma oh i i'm not sure if kuma is, cons- is considered once i don't they know when he, he would have stopped being considered they never one. said he wasn't but we also don't know why he got turned into a slave really yeah 
Yeah, because I, I don't, there must be, because they go through an episode where they basically say who all of them are, like right before Dressrosa, I think, because that's when we learn that Buggy has the title, and Weevil, and we get introduced to Weevil. Either, I must be forgetting something about Mori or Kuma, because I'm like, yeah, Doflamingo, Law, and then the four that we have now, and that's it. Like, that's the only ones that make sense in my head. But someone tell us if it's Kuma or Moria. I'm not going <laughs> to waste time right now figuring it out on the air. But the sequence looks great. I love it. I love Buggy. Yeah. I like how everyone else is just like, guess we'll take care of him. And Buggy's like, fuck, dude, fuck. I thought we were set. No. <laughs> no, dude. my life plan. How am I going to fail upwards now? <laughs> He'll find a way. Don't worry. Uh, Hancock, I love her line here where she's like, don't worry. They must have forgotten we were made warlords because we're strong. Mihawk's also excited. He's like, that's ah, been a while since I've been chased. He's a weird guy. Excited to see what all of them get up to in the future. I'm saying that because I know. <laughs> but... <laughs> I know. This is, this is the best thing to ever happen is getting rid of the Warlord system, in my opinion. Anyways, one more episode to cover. 958! Akainu actually didn't want to do this. <laughs> he didn't want to get rid of the Warlord system. <laughs> but, you know, voted on, I guess. I just remembered something that is still bugging me. There's just like a quick throwaway line that's like, oh yeah, Okiji's hanging out with Blackbeard. And we've never had a follow-up. <laughs> no. <laughs> we didn't even see him when they're showing off Blackbeard. And it's still like, is that true? <laughs> I don't know what's up with him. No, he left. He definitely left the Navy. And he was... Yeah fraternizing with blackbeard enough to talk about it with smoker but he uh he has not been shown as a commander of the blackbeard pirates at this time in all of the stuff we've seen in between arcs so i don't know what the deal with kuzan is but i'm sure we will know at some point uh, i hope so it's weird that he's just like in a movie without a foot <laughs> And that's the, that's how we know that's part of how we know he got like fucked up by yeah, Akinu. Early, early on, they established that yeah, he's he's like rebuilding his body. Then he's in Punk Hazard, which might even just be to promote the fucking movie. I don't remember if that timing makes sense, but regardless, yeah, I don't know. He's cool. I like him a lot. He's ice cold. Actually, he's cooler than cool. Speaking of other admirals, though, Fujitora, this fucks me up. I hate this fucking shit. Fujitora is like, don't worry about getting rid of the warlords. We just have to put our trust in the Navy Special Science Group. Huh? <laughs> what does that have to do with anything, man? The Special Science Group will replace the, the three, the, the, one of the three powers. <laughs> man. This is, again, this is a thing that super didn't catch my attention when I watched this episode the first time. And now I'm like, boy, hum, 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 what? <laughs> what? Yes, to everyone listening at home. I'm, I'm asking, also, the, the question you're asking, the answer is yes, but... I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, why he explains talking to you. It's like, you've never, like, suffered. Like, you don't know how fucked up it is for, like, this stuff to happen to people, and then they can get away with it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they really... The whole movement of getting rid of the warlords really has to center around Doflamingo and, and uh, Crocodile. Um, <laughs> doing the exact same thing, but... One worse than the other, I guess. Crocodile <laughs> didn't turn anybody into toys, so he's cool, I guess. Redeemed. Crocodile got caught first. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He would have eventually progressed to that point, you think, you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, it was too early in the manga. Oh, it wasn't mean enough to do anything that fucked up. And most of this episode has to do with backstory stuff around big, important pirates that don't exist anymore. Aki Inu learns that Kaido and Big Mom teams up. 
and well, mentioned actually he mentions it to Futitora, and he's like, "What is this? The Return of the Rocks Pirates?" I guess this is the first time we've heard about rocks. I think. I think so. I thought it might have come up the last time they talked about these two being on the same crew, but no. They they, they just now, said, "Hey, they're on the same crew." Yeah, but now we know they were both under the Captain Rocks D Zebek. We learn his full name by the end of this episode, but there's this like Navy briefing about it essentially. Uh, I did not remember that they had they lived on Fula Lead, which is where Blackbeard is now. Yeah, I saw that. And obviously, first that's like, important. <laughs> first thing I thought was like, oh, it's a school base like Kaido has. And I was like, oh wait, that's where Blackbeard is hanging out. Yeah, I don't know what the significance of that is, but I'm sure there is something. There's gotta be. Even if it's just like, oh yeah, these are the two big bad guys. Because it's kind of interesting. Obviously, Rox is showing up so late in the story, but like. When you think about the great age of pirates when like, oh yeah, Roger was the king, his rivals were Whitebeard and like, you, there's no real bad analog because Whitebeard's so cool. You kind of, I guess Oda's like, yeah, I need to make him like a bad guy. Like someone that like, they would be against in, a, in like a moral standing way. Because they just sparred with Whitebeard all the time. So I think that's kind of the, the, the rocks thing so to tie him with blackbeard with that location makes sense even if it's just this is where bad guys go this is the bad type of pirate yeah i don't know maybe there's something more to it maybe there's some great shit about that place i don't want to learn about captain rocks he led whitebeard at one point and big mama kaido and shiki yes shiki who's canon and real also (laughs) captain john yeah captain john i remember that name that's the treasure that buggy was looking for luffy had the armband for yeah that's (laughs) is that gonna come up again i hope so (laughs) i was like wait a fucking minute (laughs) he also mentioned some other names that were on the cruise silver axe and wong z i don't know if those are names i should know or remember but Uh, maybe silver x is related to axe hand axe hand big news morgans (laughs) maybe uh so their exploits were so bad that the government largely covered things up how bad do you have to fucking be um did you see the uh (laughs) recently in like one of the january 6th trials uh they had the two proud boys said we we don't know each other under oath and they had text messages proving that they knew each other collaborated but the judge decided that they were so racist that they didn't want the jury to read the text messages jesus christ (laughs) that's what's going on here jesus christ Roxabek racist confirmed. <laughs> we broke the news here. That's crazy. Uh, anyways, yeah, so shit's just fucking covered up, including God, the God Valley incident. So this is a phrase that people talk about because something happened at God Valley. We don't really know what outside of this is why Garp is such a big deal. This is where Garp got his sort of heroic title. Was We can see cool young Garp. Uh, yes, eliminating... The Rocks Pirates. Now, obviously, we're like, Garp's not that fucking strong. He couldn't have done that single-handedly. He doesn't like to talk about it, apparently. And that's because, he A, he teamed up with Roger to do it. See, with that, I immediately thought, wasn't one of the big things Garp did was turn in Roger? <laughs> wasn't Garp the one to turn in Roger? Yes, but they also made a point where, like, Roger kind of turned himself into Garp when he knew he was going to die. Yeah, so this is this helps explain their relationship. Re- yeah, more. they were connected. 
and, and Garp and Ace and everything. Yeah, you, you know, I, I wonder. I wonder if there's a certain guy in the Navy that Luffy will team up with once again in the future. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's of course everyone is basically assuming that too. That it's gonna, yeah. Which I kind of hope isn't in the game because I don't want. I, I I'm like the Navy is a moral bad. Like, but I could still see Luffy teaming up with Kobe. Like maybe Sword splinters off entirely. Because the the thing I immediately got with like Kobe and X Drake was like we we see that something that Kobe still has is this like idealized version of the Navy, mm-hmm. and that's that's often what Luffy's conflict with the bad guy pirates is like. The idealized version of a pirate is not what those guys are doing, and I I can fully believe that X Drake has that same like no Navy has to do the specific thing like the Marines aren't bad guys. They just sometimes do bad guy things. Yeah, it's interesting. And- <laughs> a lot of people speculate who is Luffy's Garp, like it's t- who is the Garp to Luffy's Roger, and it's like a lot of people thought it might have been Smoker because they've teamed up so many times. But yeah. I'm like, isn't it Kobe? Like, would Kobe be the one? I can't really tell if he's outpacing Smoker or not, strength wise, because he's like really gotten up there in the ranks off screen. And Smoker hasn't gotten as far as you'd think because he kind of doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is Smoker not one of the three admirals right now? Any other manga, I think, would have tried to pull that. Yeah. Of putting him in that spot. And that's that's uh, the thing I just always go back when I think of like One Piece is how much of it is like circumventing my expectations of Shonen shit. Like I would expect Smoker would get promoted or something. I would expect Luffy to have to defeat all seven of the Shishibukai before he does something else. Like or yeah, before he gets to Emperor's. And instead, there's like Shishibukai that he's still public. Probably doesn't even know Weevil exists. Like honestly, Uh, no, he definitely doesn't. He definitely doesn't know Buggy's a Shishibukai uh, now. He he meets Weevil, and he's the only one who falls for the, That's Whitebeard's son! Do you know Ace? <laughs> you you had to have met him once if you're Whitebeard's son. I mean, Oda has also said before, like, I shouldn't have come up with seven of them. <laughs> Which is funny. But yeah, it's... Oda's really good about making everything fit, even when it does, like, sort of run long or get away from his original plans, but... I, I don't know. I still like One Piece a lot. So it is. Yeah, I do feel like it doesn't take the most traditional tropey stuff. And it's not that One Piece necessarily pushes boundaries. It's just like I basically always think the choice is smart in some way. Yeah. Or I like even if it is tropey. I don't know. Like Luffy being such this parallel to Roger that I'm like, oh, well, is he going to team up with this important Navy person? I'm like that makes that 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 satisfies me. Like I'm not mad that he's like oh you know fitting these things into boxes that way but that's usually called foreshadowing and a useful narrative tool but we have so much time to fucking theorize and spitball across the next several episodes it's gonna be all we do once we go to weekly episodes (laughs) but anyways uh the god valley incident a thing that you'll you'll hear about again but yeah so the thing about this that i think is particularly tricky and interesting to me is that not only did Garp team up with Roger to beat the Rocks Pirates, it was also protecting Celestial Dragons and their slaves, which is interesting to me. Like, that sort of surprises me, because Garp, like, this thing, Garp doesn't like them and doesn't respect them, which we saw at the Reverie. But he kind of gets away with it. Like, he's kind of got so much clout that they don't, can't really do anything about Garp. <laughs> That's true. Which is funny. 
and interesting. I'm surprised that Roger would do that as well. I don't know. We don't know everything about the God Valley incident. So, so yeah, Rox wanted to be king of the world, notably. That was his claim. That was his, like, goal. Uh, he broke too many taboos that most information about him is gone. And they mentioned the D in his name sort of being part of his motivation. And also God Valley, the island that none of, none of you ever heard of, is because it doesn't exist anymore. It's been wiped from the maps, erased from existence. That's not a big deal, right? Ugh. We don't talk about how things are removed from history, do we? We never talk about that on the podcast? No. No? Okay, good. No, there hasn't been pl- tons of things removed from history. No, not like centuries or anything. No li- no uh, libraries of Alexandria burned. But yeah, so that's a big thing. The rest of this episode, though, we get bounty updates. All of them are really fucking big. And, you know, Roger and Whitebeard had the biggest ones. Kaido's and Big Moms are also really big, but they're because they're teamed up, that's obviously bad and makes the biggest number of all. They talk again about this special science group and whether or not getting rid of the warlords was the right play, but uh, you just have to f- fucking wait and see. <laughs> I guess. Like, it's like, you know, we have to. S- it's like, no, the, like, a- or Fujitor is convinced this is a good thing, and Aki is like, we just. We don't really know what the balance is going to do yet. So we'll see. When we'll see? Well, you'll have to wait and see. But uh, Aki Inu again is like, we don't have the resources to join Wano. So don't talk about the Big Mom Kaido Alliance. And Sengoku, by the way, who's, who is telling this whole story, I forgot to mention, uh, retired <laughs> Sengoku here. Um, he's like, I was just talking. I'm just shooting the shit. I'm not, you know, I'm just giving them a history lesson on things that are removed from textbooks. <laughs> These are the special ones that get to form that stuff. Yeah, but he's very interested in Wano because it's, you know, it's like, why are so many people drawn to it right now at this time? There was another really important person connected to Wano who traveled with both Whitebeard and Roger. Of course, he means uh, Odin. So what's going on over there in Wano? I guess we'll figure out more of that next time and maybe learn a little bit about Odin as well. Um, and why he traveled with both Whitebeard and Roger. And why Momonosuke, an eight-year-old, says, yes, I met Roger, Gold Roger. <laughs> a thing that is so funny that Oda <laughs> dropped on us at that time. And just <laughs> yeah. can't imagine. It, I, fuck, I'm surprised I didn't even think about it at the time. I, really, <laughs> I, I retained like zero of Zoe the first time I watched it. Because I was like, show me Sanji's family. <laughs> and now I'm like, Jesus Christ. It was all right there. We haven't gone this long on an episode in a while. So you're welcome if you like this shit. Um, we were talking about how we need to get better riffing and doing banter <laughs> before we become a <laughs> weekly podcast, so we're not putting out, like, five-minute episodes every week. Yeah. Genuinely don't know how the Paramecia folks do a chapter a week. Like, they're so good at talking about not One Piece. <laughs> and talking about One Piece, obviously. We, we even forgot about one thing. We got we got to see all the insane bounties everyone <laughs> got the emperors yeah i didn't and... write down any of the numbers but they're all very big blackbeard was like 2.2 billion shanks was like 4 billion something big mom and kaido's were just a little bit above shanks kaido's what did kaido's hit like 5 billion i think it did a lot yeah, it's, i don't think it touches whitebeard still it's interesting that they don't put up luffy's here I there there's something to that. I remember someone saying like the context in which Luffy is called the fifth emperor is kind of disingenuous and like not a navy <laughs> thing, but I don't really remember all the information there. But they did call Luffy that once 
and the Navy does not seem to group him with all these other guys. So maybe he will. Maybe they will after a while. I know we'll fucking have to see what happens. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Maybe Luffy will die for real. Maybe. And the show will end. He could. He could. Do, do Luffy dies. Do we continue? He'll drown at the bottom of the ocean. How many times? Yeah. How many times will that happen in Wano? I wonder. Total that Luffy dies before to be continued. You mentioned Luffy drowning in the ocean, which is funny for a couple of reasons. But also, <laughs> I was thinking about this on one of my bike rides. I don't remember why I was thinking about One Piece on my bike ride because I only think about it on days we record. <laughs> maybe it was today. Maybe that's. I, maybe, I don't. I genuinely don't remember if it was today or like earlier this week. But why don't? Why isn't there any One Piece bad guy? whose plan is just to flood the world. Like, I feel like that would solve all of your strong people problems. Like, all Devil Fruit users, gone. Flood the fucking world. I was listening to people talk about Noah's Ark. That's why I was thinking about this. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. That would be a good plan, too. People forget. You'd be able to get rid of all the Devil Fruit holders, and there's tons of, like, floating structures and stuff that it'd be fine. Sky Islands. Yeah, no, they fucking evolve. <laughs> Everyone gets wings. And, you know, it's, it, this came up not recently anymore, but a while ago in the manga post-Wano. But, like, people just fucking forget that water is a weakness sometimes to devil fruits. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's so not the point most of the time. Uh, but when it does come up, you're like, shit, what the fuck are they going to do? <laughs> and I'm like, why aren't people thinking about that all the time? Instead of just putting, like, getting swords or nails with the power of sea prism stone bro everything's water <laughs> you're on the grand line <laughs> anyways that's it for this episode thank you for listening thank you for supporting us on patreon if you do we'll read out all the names at the end of this episode i believe it's jory's turn to do that just a reminder we're not charging april 1st this month because of a whoopsie on our back end that i take full responsibility for but just again, if you didn't see our updates about that, it's, it's because of our break is the reason why. Um, it's just meant to do it earlier and <laughs> fucked up. Um, but anyways, we'll, we'll get to the Patreon plugs again in a minute. First, we'll do individual plugs, which I have none of. Jory, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at NoImJory. That's where you can find just about any of my uh, stuff. Um, anything you want to follow me on, it's NoImJory. You can see any sort of things that I'm up to at the moment, whether it's uh, casting a pod, making an image, who knows, uh, currently still an unemployed man-child, so, um, <laughs> so uh, maybe, maybe you'll see things from me someday eventually, I don't know. Not a whole lot going on trying to find a job. <laughs> yeah, that does take up quite a bit of time when you gotta do it. What about you? My Twitter is still Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. Haven't tweeted in I don't know how long. But I mentioned this on the last episode. I will have something to post and share soon. I just simply don't think anyone will care. I mean, I guess it's exciting for me. I care a lot about it. But I, I, I think it's a little niche that I don't know that people who follow me because of podcasts I've done will uh, have any innate interest in the subject of the thing. But uh once i have something to point you towards i will i'll mention it on the podcast i'll tweet it out on my twitter and uh you know i will appreciate anyone who does check it out and i will understand if you're like oh, okay cool happy for you and then you move on with your life <laughs> but kind of the nature of um you know making something centered on a very niche 
subject to begin with. You know, talking about it because I know it's around the corner. Anyways, that's all I got stuff to plug. Ghost of Joe is my uh, is my Twitter. Also, it's my Instagram. Although I haven't posted any photography in a while, I gotta, I gotta. Uh, I have a bunch of stuff to edit that I haven't uh, put up there. But that's it. You can follow the Twitter for our show, which is We Are Watching OP, and sometimes we tweet. I didn't take any funny screenshots today when I was watching, so <laughs> that's on me. Usually, I get like Fucked one or up. two out. Yeah, no, I fucking dropped the ball, and uh, Bucky picked it up, put it on his nose, but. Uh, <laughs> I think that's I think yeah I don't you know we are watching OP is also the Patreon uh, if you want to join us there on Patreon everything's at a dollar tier I don't know that we mentioned that enough but if you give us a dollar a month you get literally everything you get these episodes a couple days early you get monthly bonus episodes if you're new there's a backlog there Uh, some, some months we do two things if we got stuff to do there's some videos on there we did booster box pulls uh, when the booster box came out, the first one, the Romance Dawn one, we didn't do one for Paramount War. Played with the starter decks. Um, we used to play video games. We were talking about maybe doing some more. Um, go back to the gamer zone. Yeah, yeah. I think there's pretty good ways to like do multiplayer across handheld games through emulators now. So we might be able to do something with that. Yeah, I know. It used to if, be like if there's a, like a DS game that has fighting in it. it used to be like a seven step process to play the Toho fighting games with friends in high school. But now <laughs> yeah. we've come so far. Come so far. Um, but yeah, we're going to, you know, finding things to do on the Patreon. We have to do our Patreon bonus for this month still. I think we're going to do just the Romance Dawn special, like episode 907, do a commentary of that. It'll be a little on the shorter side, but, you know, we'll riff before or after. And uh, uh, I think, I don't know, I'm just in no rush to do film red again. But I mean, it, it comes out officially at the end of this month, so... Uh, if anyone has uh, feelings one way or the other on when we do film right, if you'd rather us do our commentary now, or if you want us to wait until, I don't know, we pass the Uta episodes or maybe something when it came out, um, when we get there this summer, just let us know in the Discord, Twitter, or on Patreon. Some of you comment on Patreon. And if you have no opinion, that's fine. Uh, we'll figure, we'll just do what we want to do it, I guess. But yeah, never sure like how, how many people listen to the commentaries. I know, yeah, I don't know that I don't know if anybody links them up is the thing, and I'm like, well, this is new, this is a new movie. Do you want us to strike while the iron's hot? If you're gonna watch it, let us know. Oh uh, yeah, we're, ha- we're happy to, but you know, if everyone's indifferent, I just do it later. No, I mean it's it's really fine either way. But that's all over on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash. We are watching OP, and another thing you get if you back us there is your name read um, live on the show right now, and this time it's by Jory. Go, Jory, go. Thanks to our patrons for the month of March, doing this name reading live and not five days after recording. Thanks to R.D. Vark, Adam, Anton, Becca, Benjamin, Brittany, Cappy, Captain Moke, Chad, Clueless Wander, Connor, Damien, David, Deus Aqueous, Eric V, Fig, Fooney, Gage, Heidi, Jay Harkins, James, Jamesus, Joe, Cat D, Cat F, Ken, Kyle, Lena, Lucas, Luke, Maddie, Mallory, Martha, Maurice, McFoley299, Milo, Morgan, my buddy, Nick, Peter, Phoenix Ryu, Rashawn, Riley, Rodsters, Ryan, Scride, Snowy Scales, Steven, some jokester who's trying to say they're the real jewelry, Tony, Trey, Van, Vitek, and Verdigree. 
There's all the names. Wow, holy shit, that was live. We did it. We got all That's the crazy. names read. All of them, and they're there. They're wonderful. Spec- they're real and they're spectacular. That's it. I think I think that's everything to plug. Twitter, Patreon, or so personals. Don't have anything else going on. So, jewelry. We're at the end of Act Two. We got a couple other big things mentioned in between. Pretty sure the next episode starts Act Three, and then some other shit happens. But you, you have a really blank slate here for whatever you think happens next. So, as always, we're gonna end with your always accurate, completely correct predictions of what happens next time on One Piece. Well, the end of Act Two, going into Act Three. Um, we're getting into episodes that have aired uh, within the last couple years. We, we've been in those episodes for a bit. I think we've finished up all of 2020 episodes. That's crazy. That's a year that happened. What, what's happening next is, uh, since they've been gearing up for the fight, uh, they, they realized that they kind of ran out of animation for a little bit. And to build a buffer, the next few episodes are just uh, Pirate Warriors 4 gameplay with uh, voice at notes iphone recordings of the voice actors like filling in to make it mm-hmm. seem like the big battle and the plan is going through but uh eagle-eyed viewers will notice that it's actually one piece pirate warriors 4 gameplay yeah i mean it looks really similar to how wano looks it's kind of yeah. like um i mean that it wouldn't be the only show to have done that in 2020 to be fair <laughs> I can't remember the show that like did did their finale with like really it was, like, bad blacklisted or something. Yeah, that's it's wild that I remember that at all. But uh, yeah, no, it's true. Uh, they just kind of stall for a little while. They, I don't know why they didn't make filler. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like that what, the last episode of Gunbuster where they ran out of money and just were like, here's some black and white images that move across the screen. <laughs> it's kind of like that too. So we're gonna we're gonna do a let's play next time on the podcast. Of uh, Pirate Warriors. Not even four. They played three. It's kind of weird. <laughs> That's, yeah, it was really weird. They yeah. tried to trick us into thinking it was Wano. Yeah. And it all, it worked. We're going to talk about it next time, about how good it is. times were weird. Times were weird. Times, times, times are weird. There's PSAs on TV. The opera saying, wash your hands. And until next time. To be. To be. Continued. Also, you should probably still watch your games. That's just good. Good hygiene. <laughs> just plug in one of the, like, chopper going, please, please stay inside, wear your mask, and wash your hands. I would. That, I mean, I could, but it'd be in Japanese. Anybody fucking <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they did English. <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs>